Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Turn up the volume. We're crossing live to the sports desk. What's fresh? What's making waves? Let's find out. Let's find out indeed and uh, head down to uh, Christchurch where Louis Herman Watt uh, patiently sits. Um, uh, try, still trying to get hold of uh, Sam Harvey, this incredible uh, man with this incredible, uh, I guess, achievement um, and through some real uh, adversity. But uh, we won't uh, blow the cover on that until we get hold of Sam officially. And uh, whether it's today or tomorrow, it's a story worth telling. So, uh, Louis, what have you got on your plate today in the terms of uh, Polaris and the sports desk? It's busy. It's a busy sports desk, Smithy, so uh, uh, there's no issue having a little bit of extra time here. Um, let's get into it, and let's start with not really sport per se, more of a, a little fact about today. It's the 22nd of June, and I believe it is the shortest day of the year, which is good news, Smithy, because it means we're now officially over the um, hill to cricket season, and we'll be back in the, the sunny months in no time at all. But with it being the shortest day of the year... I couldn't help but think, who, who are the greatest short athletes of all time or some of your favourite short sports people? Because across many sports, you would have seen a few. Oh, yes. I go back in time and uh, I'm trying to avoid jockeys here because uh, I know that's uh, right <laughs> up your alley and I'll leave that to you. But uh, And a lot of, lot of jockeys are my favourite people, to be fair. Uh, but here, moving on. Uh, I, I, I'm looking at people like Precious McKenzie. Uh, what an athlete Precious McKenzie was uh, for New Zealand. Just simply brilliant. What he was uh, pound for pound uh, in terms of his strength. Amazing. Um, I'm thinking of uh, diminutive uh, rugby players like Grant Batty going back over the years. Sydney Milton going. Um, these uh, guys traditionally uh, halfbacks. I mean, Aaron Smith's a short guy. So then you look at that and then you go to your halves at, in uh, rugby league, your Gary Freemans, uh, little fellas who uh, box out of their weight. Alfie. But have um, immense strength. Alfie Lang is another one. Um, and then I look at um, perhaps uh, cricket. And uh, the greatest one of all uh, is Sir Donald Bradman, who is not a tall man in stature uh, whatsoever. Sachin Tendulkar, just a little guy. Brian Lara, just a relatively little guy, shorter than me. So um, those uh, kind of people, I think, um, resonate with me if you look at the shortest athletes um, around the world. Uh, I don't. Um, maybe this is a bit risky throwing this out here, but but Baz not huge in height, big ticket. No, Baz, Baz relatively yeah, huge in heart, huge in attitude, um, small in stature. By you know you wouldn't say uh, Baz is going to win too much line out ball. No, so I, I think it's fair enough. I think to throw him into the equation. Now we've had a few. Um in basketball, which has been quite remarkable throughout the years, because obviously a sport, a sport and we should chat about Victor Wimbanyana tomorrow, Smithy, because the draft's on. So we we got to talk about that because this guy's seven foot five, and his hands are a foot long, fingers to uh, wrist. So get that one through your head. That's he, he's he is he is so big, and he's going to block about a squillion shots a game. But what about Spud Webb and Muggsy Bogues? 
Mudsy Bogues, yeah, absolutely. Spud Webb, um, John Stockton, I was thinking of as in terms of uh, being a provider. Uh, here's, here's a good one come through from Rory. David Boone. Booney, absolutely. That's a terrific answer. Uh, Timapara George. Nah, another yes. one from Nick. That's an interesting one. A lot of shortish netballers uh, who are absolutely brilliant. I won't say Sandra Edge was short, but um, she's not shooter, defender type height. Uh, so there's, the, I mean, there's probably even been some terrific volleyball players over the years who are the setters as opposed to the spikers. Kaikara France, short king. Another one coming <laughs> uh, from from Toby. That is gold. He is he is Stacey, small. Stacy Jones. Oh, oh, that is fantastic, Stacy. Uh, what else have you got here? Short athletes, double eight, double three, or even oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. If you get in in time, more than happy to take your calls. So there was one thing I was wondering on the shortest day of the year. Look, this bloke's not short at all, and and a lot of those great spinners um, throughout the years have been uh, actually taller, so they, they get great. Flight and guile, um, obviously not an offspinner, but Dan Vittori, he's not a short man. And Nathan Lyon, he's definitely not a short man. After this recent test match, the first Ashes test, Nathan Lyon, huge performance, eight wickets, just magnificent, some really helpful runs. There was an interesting moment in the press conference where essentially uh, an English journalist asked Nathan Lyon if he could share some trade secrets to help Moanelli with his fingers this year as he's got this gash on his finger from this blister. Nathan Lyon, oh, he's quick. You don't get much past him. Just on the the, the previous question about about spinning fingers, um, like, have you got any? I mean, you give it a big rip. You've got a lot of balls. Do you have any sort of you know tips, techniques to keep the the skin on on your fingers strong? I mean, like Graham Swan always always used. To, he said that the best thing was 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 like piss, like to dip in a jar. Have you? Is, is that, no, no, like, uh, <laughs> like, like, like. Um, yeah, yeah, I do, I, I do, but I'm not going to. I don't have to tell you what. I don't have to tell you what I do in my hotel room. So we'll, uh, we'll, 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 we'll leave it at that. Uh. I've actually sitting here got a lot of sympathy for for Mo, um, not coming off any Red Bull cricket for two years and thrown into bowling a lot of overs. Um, the best way I can probably sum it up, and it's probably going to sound weird, it's probably like a, a singer at losing the vocals, but expecting expecting to go out there and put a concert on. Um, so it is extremely tough to grip the ball um, as finger spin, especially as offies. We, we put our fingers on the seam and we try and spin up the back of the ball and that's that's why we, we get um, spin, drop and drift. Um, so, yeah, a lot of sympathy for him. I've been there before. It, it is quite painful, but, yeah. Ever, ever heard of um, off spinners, finger spinners, dipping their fingers in urine, Smithy? Yes, I have, actually. I've been to a coaching clinic um, where uh, we went to uh, Christchurch, and I'm pretty sure um, uh, it was a coaching clinic for impressionable young cricketers, and uh, John Bracewell is a real character, an absolute character, Um, and he absolutely (laughs) had these guys in raptures um, one night and talking about uh, you know how you look after your hands and treat your hands and that sort of thing uh, and unbeknownst to these guys that um, he, he uh, somehow um, arranged so uh, he went to uh, the gents and came back with um, a, a small glass 
right? And it had supposedly had urine in it, um, but he had lined it up with a barman somehow that it actually had ginger ale in it. So <laughs> he was telling these guys how he dipped it in it and, you know, and the urine and he was attempting them to, you know, you should perhaps, you should perhaps try it, try that. And mate, if you don't want to use mine, but use yours, this sort of thing. <laughs> and in the end, in the end, of course, uh, what he did was after telling them the stories, he said, and at the end of it, it doesn't taste too bad either. So he drank it down. <laughs> these guys... These guys are absolutely flummoxed by this thing, these young, impressionable guys. And, of course, he's, what he's done is drunk a, half a glass of having dipped his fingers in it, just uh, drunk a little bit of ginger ale. So there's that. There's also um, Richie Beno uh, absolutely in his day swore because he had trouble with um, calluses and things on his fingers as a wrist spinner. Um, and uh, there was a chemist, I think, in Timaru. Uh, he was on tour over here and he went to a chemist in Timaru and this guy gave him some sort of balm or some sort of lotion that he put on his fingers and he said, and to the day that he died, he swore that this guy was the reason why he had such a long career and it was a New Zealand pharmacist and I think it was from Timaru uh, who provided him with this, uh, this lotion or this balm uh, that was able to treat his fingers and get him to the point where he was able to continue on and, and continue on his career, so... Here's a couple of uh, spin bowling stories from the past. That is gold. I mean, Timaru, how about that? Far lap and had one of the legendary cricketers of all time and commentators, Richie Beno's career extended. If, that's, if that is Timaru, that is quite amazing. What about these texts, Smithy? You've got to get to some of these on the shortest athletes. I mean, these are some, some fantastic nominations, including someone who wants to nominate yourself, Chris and yeah, Chris, uh, and no harm, no um, no uh, malice intended from Chris here. He's just saying, uh, what about you? Uh, perhaps not these days. <laughs> We're talking about height, all right? We're talking about height here, Chris, but I get your point. Um, yeah, Ted says uh, the smallest all black was Arthur Stone, of course. Arthur Stone, you got that. Uh, Jock Edwards, Graham Neil Edwards. Um, yeah, Jock, uh, short, short in stature, strong in personality, great with timing as well. Uh, Gus Logie, Gus Logie from the West Indies, a man, uh, Gus Logie in the team photo, that was just amazingly interesting to look at the West Indies team photo, and you have all these giants of blokes, and then all of a sudden you, you go down about three feet, and there's Gus Logie standing there with a little smile on his face, terrific athlete, great fielder, handy batsman, uh, but not in the same league uh, of Richards and Richardson and Gre uh, Greenwich and Haynes, but he's a handy number six, Kruger van Veit comes in, as well, um, the uh, South African-born um, New Zealand cricketer. And then you have the bear, Stu Forster, the bear, the mighty bear, uh, of course, of uh, Otago fame. Uh, so uh, Stewie comes in there. Mighty Mouse McLaughlin, prop from Scotland, fantastically strong prop in the 1971 Lions, I believe, Mighty Mouse McLaughlin. Uh, so all of these people come into... Uh, yeah, Sashin Tendulkar, absolutely. Simone Biles, the gymnast, um, uh, the African-American uh, American gymnast, absolutely fantastic. Uh, and uh, yes, uh, Sashin Tendulkar and Alfie Langer. So there's a selection. Uh, Maggie uh, is tennis, uh, absolute tennis buff as well. So she says Diego Schwartzman, the Argentinian yeah. uh, tennis player. And also uh, she says Blythe Tate, Blythe Tate, uh, the um, equestrian Rider from New Zealand, very, very famous. Uh, very, very, uh, from up north, I think, Blythe Tate. Yeah, he was uh, from the Northland region and not a big man either.
couple of gold medals, I think, there for Blythe, and uh, he, uh, I think he's into his racing as well. He might, he might uh, breed a few and um, have a, some an ownership up there as well. So, oh, loving your text messages. Precious McKenzie's coming a number of times as well. Thank you, Scott. Uh, that's perfect. Double eight, double three. You've lit us up there. Just oh, back to the sports testimony. This is one that you and Andrew Gordy were talking about, so I think you might find of note uh, around the all whites. So this racial abuse scenario, it's going to get drawn out, and it's going to be quite technical and come down to technicalities. It's going to need to be worked out. Now, Stuff have done uh, some good work here, and, and they've been in touch with FIFA, a FIFA spokesperson unnamed. Ooh, I love the ambiguity from the great organisation, said the match commissioner's report had yet to be filed. There's no special process. We wait for reports to come in from the match commissioner and we look at it internally. The referee's report is key. Uh, this person wasn't there. You can't go on record speaking about it because you could potentially jeopardise anything in the future and it's the same with disciplinary measures. So essentially, they are saying, pump the brakes, a process needs to be followed here. There's no way to know if this is a normal amount of time for a match um, a match report to come through. I assume not. I don't think it's been sandbagged or anything like that. But basically, we're not going to find out anything for some time yet, Smithy. No, we're not. And uh, the referee is... I won't say he's the villain of the piece because the perpetrator of um, the abuse um, is, is, the, is the villain of the piece. There's no doubt about that at all. But uh, the way it was handled on the field prompted the fact that the, the All-Whites stayed off the field in the second half and that was the reason they said it um if you're not going to respect our opinion on this and uh take our complaint genuinely what's the point of being out here uh, and that that is uh, all at the, at the referee and the match officials uh, as such now if the referee didn't hear it um and he's honest in that so be it um but if he did and took no action uh, and I'll go back to, I think, a couple of days. If he didn't hear it, he's in, a, in an awkward situation. I think what the all-whites are intimating is here, you did hear it, because we heard it, not just one of us heard it, a group of us mm. heard it, we're in a group situation, um, you must have heard it as well. And he's saying, look, I didn't hear it, or I'm not going to do anything about it. Uh, and that was the fact that they were so uh, miffed about the whole thing. Um, I'm, at what stage of the match was it? Was it just prior to half time? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, if it had happened in the fifth or sixth minute, uh, what would the action have been by the All Whites? Would they have basically just walked off as opposed to staying off uh, at half time? Uh, would they have taken that that measure there just just to, to just to go? Um, the fact that they sat in is very unusual because it just doesn't happen. It, it very very seldom happens and in any form of sport. So they, they, they were illustrating there how genuine they were about what they believed in. Um, and then, uh, and unsurprisingly to me, um, Qatar come back and say, well, actually, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't our guy, it was your guy. Uh, so then you get into this he said, he said situation, which FIFA are going to have to somehow deal with it. Um, the chemist from Timaru, here you go. This is the knowledge that our, our listeners possess, and we thank you for this. The chemist from Timaru was Colin Murdoch. Colin Murdoch, the chemist from Timaru, who saved Richie Benno's test career. Uh, he also is famous for inventing the tranquilizer gun. Wow. Now, there's a bloke. Colin Murdoch. There's it's a true. name from the past. It's really? true. Okay. Any cost-effectiveness of medical treatment for both humans and animals between the 50s and 80s. Uh, incredible. There you go. Lived a long life as well. 
Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. That is great information. Thanks for that coming through in those impromptu texts on short athletes.